0: Good evening and welcome aboard the night train with Jeff and Henry. Sit back and relax and enjoy cocktails and conversations of the supernatural. Tonight, boys and girls, we have an interesting topic of conversation, but I also have some fun stuff. Paige came up with a drink that we were supposed to do on our vampire segment called The Vampire's Kiss.
1: Paige, why don't you describe this drink to us?
2: Well,
1: it's very red. Which would make sense because of the blood.
2: It's um, raspberry, frozen raspberries, raspberry liqueur, a little vodka. Shake it up in my cocktail shaker. Pour, strain it, and top it off with champagne.
1: It is delightful. And we got really neat glasses with little. I guess claws that skeleton are
2: skeleton hands, Jeffrey.
1: Skeleton hands. Skeleton hands. Can't see? you see? Can't you see? It's a skeleton hand. Yeah, but hand. the the tip of them look like uh, like
2: look kind of like, like the nails. Look okay? like claws to oh. me.
1: But uh, anyways, they're very cool, and uh, they they're like in a V V-shaped glass, so
2: martini shape.
1: Yeah, martini shape. So they're very cool. Well, before we actually get into
0: tonight's topic of conversation, I do have an update on one of the previous episodes we did on black-eyed kids. I came across a video that a black-eyed kid was actually inside of a house welcomed in by a child. The father took a picture of the boy dancing... And this black-eyed kid was standing in the background, the same size, same age. He seemed a little bit younger than what we've discussed in the past. So, parents, warn your children, don't invite little children into their house that you don't know. Basically, strangers, even if they're kids. You never know. Apparently, nothing really happened. But the video was so surreal, and it was freaking awesome. The little boy was dancing. His father had a concert going on, his paid review. And he he was videotaping his son dancing. And then all of a sudden, in the background, you see this other child about the same height, standing there, still as a statue, with black eyes, just watching everything. Again, we don't know much about the black-eyed kids. Just don't invite them in your house. (laughs) Or give them a car ride. Or believe their lies about going home to get money to go to a movie.
2: Right.
1: All that funky stuff with them little black-eyed kids. And...
0: That's about it on the updates. Tonight, we're doing dreams and dream interpretations.
1: Jeff, why don't you take this one? Sure, sure. Um, I mean, everybody dreams, and some people wonder why we dream and have all these weird dreams. And, you know, it's something that uh, is pretty deep, because, you know, humans have a very, kind of like a... Complex minds, even when they're awake, and even more when they're uh, sleeping. I mean, you dream every nine ninety minutes throughout the night, and an average of five dreams per night. If you want to remember your dreams, start trying this and get back, and get back to you know what your dreams might have been, and hopefully it'll work for you. Usually, um, if you wake up and you really want to remember your dream, the first thing is to have a little pad by you and um, write it down real quick. Because dreaming, um, after a while, dreaming, it it really doesn't come to you. Because our dreams are actually our subconscious thoughts. They're a continuation of our stream of consciousness from the day before. Sleep is pretty easily... Easy to understand, we already know that we need sleep to regulate our metabolism and brain function and give our bodies the chance to rest. But like some dreamers, you look forward to sleeping each night to see what kind of crazy dreams your mind might cook up, like riding a a giant goldfish through a marshmallow world. But what could that possibly mean? It's easy to know why we have to go to, to sleep each night. It's much more difficult to explain why we dream and how to interpret those dreams and what exactly those dreams mean, especially if they're outlandish or maybe even scary. But of course, dreams are very common. In fact, you you dream about six dreams a night, the strongest happening during uh, the REM sleep. And that's where you're in a really, really deep sleep. Nobody remembers all the dreams they have and if you've ever woken up from a particularly unsettled or offbeat dream You might even wonder why you dreamt those things that you did But what are dreams to put it simply dreams are thoughts images and Sensations and sometimes sounds that occur during a sleep That dream where you can't land a punch or you're punching in slow motion is super common especially among men. It usually happens when there is some sort of conflict in your life where you want to be victorious in like an argument, conquering a bad habit, and etc. But this dream reflects where you are in a situation. You have not been effectively yet and or you're not giving it your best shot. The message you should take from it, well might be time to try a different strategy. There are many theories of the function of dreams. They appear to assist in memory formation, integration, problem-solving, and consolidation of ideas both about ourselves and the world. And also, discovering that the dreams help with information processing and mood regulation too. Scientists know a great deal about what happens psychologically when people dream. There's still much to be studied, obviously, about what happens psychologically. And for example, researchers know that people with post-traumatic stress disorder likely have nightmares. But people without PTSD have nightmares, too. So it can't be said that nightmares always accompany psychological conditions. One concept that's generally accepted is dreaming is a highly emotional process because of the amyg- amygdala an emotional center center of your brain and I probably just butchered that uh, word up but uh, it's one of the uh, areas of your brain that's the most active during dreams dreams are definitely not literal so there's no no need to be fearful and or freaked out instead dreams can be used as helpful tools to connect your thoughts and feelings to timely events in your life, even if they're about death. There are various ways people can dream about death, like dream about a child dying. So a really common one is that is really upsetting for people. And, um, all the time you're dreaming. If your child has died, this is obviously for people that have children. The dream isn't any way of predicting the death of a child, but it's likely helping your subconscious mind unravel its feelings about the child, moving on to a new phase in life. So this is prevalent when there are milestones that are happening to you. Obviously the adult. Like when a child starts crawling, when they start walking, when they go to school, learn to ride a bike, start dating, or just going off to college. All of these big milestones that mark the end of a phase in life, and the mourning that you feel and the dream is that you're actually mourning the ending of that part of the child or yourself. Dreaming about someone close to you, such as a spouse, best friend, or even a close coworker, that's dying also re- represents a change. This time, it likely has to do with your relationship with them, changing in some way. So you want to ask yourself, what feels what feels like in this relationship or with that person? What seems to be coming to an end? And so these dreams are the way of the subconscious mind to help you, to let you go of what is no longer relevant or useful. Of that, that is no longer, that doesn't serve you anymore. So that you can be more open to what is to come.
2: So can dreams be prophetic?
1: Yeah, I'm sure they 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 definitely are. Depending on you know the kind of person that you are, I guess. Because I mean, obviously, even from the Bible, those a lot of dreams came true after a while. But I mean, those are God talking to the the mind of the person, or even uh, you know, not even just God or. Allah, or a you know a, a spiritual leader of yours, but now falling to your death. There are several ways you can die in your own dream. The most common way, is seemingly falling, failing to your death. Oh, I'm sorry, falling to your death. If you're falling and actually die, then again, there's something in your life that has come to an end. Wow, that's something.
0: I have to interrupt with something else. I had a doozy of a dream I used to have a lot in the military. Especially when I was at an outpost and I was in some place bad. Every time I'd be in an outpost and we'd be sitting in our little Connex box bunkers, getting shelled, or in a firefight, I would dream of snakes. Hmm. <clears throat> And usually I'd wake up screaming about 3 o'clock in the morning. One, I am not a fan of snakes. All right. I hate them. I'm deathly afraid of them. But I'm learning how to
1: function. Yeah, I think there's definitely a um, a meaning of snakes in dreams. But I just can't remember it offhand.
0: Yeah... When I came back from overseas, I had to go see a psychiatrist, and he was a queer duck. It was a Navy shrink at the time. I was in the Marines, and he was just telling me that I was a homosexual.
2: What? Yeah,
0: can you believe? (laughs) Oh, my. I'm like, no, there's no homo-ho down in this house, you know. But... I remember those dreams vividly and I had them at certain periods when I knew something bad was going to happen the next day and usually it did. Uh, The next day I remember seeing the first person getting shot in front of me or a firefight that would last all day long. Well, my favorite was just getting shelled. where the hell can you run and and where can you hide, and only in your favorite corner.
1: Yeah, not to mention the sound of it.
0: Yeah, but to me, the uh, colors, you heard the explosion first, then you saw the colors. It was just spectacular. But I do remember another dream that will wake me up is every time I see an old lady come into the bedroom, Nick, my wife will be next to me, and she'll sit on the edge of the bed.
2: An old lady, huh? Yeah. you have a visitor?
0: I'm sure. One that I, I didn't invite, but go ahead. What do you know about these?
2: No, I'm just thinking. It sounds like a visitor.
0: Did you talk to her? No, I screamed. Did mm-hmm. she disappear after you screamed? Yes. Mm. It's not like a friendly grandmother type. It's just she was pretty rough looking. She
2: didn't know anybody you
0: knew, huh?
1: No. And just creepy looking?
0: Wasn't my mom, wasn't my mother-in-law. Wasn't one of my relatives. Just like a phantom? Kind of more like a crone. Hmm. You
2: know, crones, I'm in the crone stage in life.
0: You are not I'm in
2: the crone stage, yes. And know, uh, crones have their wisdom. They have their uses.
1: And yeah, the, Paige is uh
2: on the crone stage.
1: Do you tell about the crone? She's a she's a boomer.
2: I'm at that age, I'm I'm a grandmother. I've did hate to say it, but I'm on the other side of the hill. <laughs> Almost.
0: Well, aren't we all approaching that?
2: Yeah, but I'm I'm at that stage of life where I'm considered a crone.
0: I don't know. <laughs> I've seen you dressed up, and you're not like what I see. I, you, I
2: you, just because you. I don't look like a typical crone doesn't mean I'm not a crone. I don't look like the t- like a hag.
0: No. When you had those short shorts on and those moccasin boots, forget about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Roll Page. She cleans up really well.
2: Thanks, thanks, big doll. <laughs> I mean, I am married to you.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she's yeah. still, she's still young at heart. It's the
0: only way to be. Roll in our mid fifties, and our biggest, uh, our biggest worry is what are we going to be for Halloween? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From. Yeah. yeah
1: it's just now we can afford to to buy the really cool halloween costumes instead of the plastic masks like when we were kids
2: oh god those are horrible <laughs> yeah so now we're looking at vampire costumes <laughs> how to dress what kind of vampire are we going to be this year
0: no the worst of it is, is remember those old costumes my mama we saved them year after year after year I remember Ryan even having his Halloween costumes. He used to keep them in a toy box. And when he was little, he'd go as Batman, then he would wet himself, and he'd have to be Spider-Man, but the Spider-Man was like two years old.
2: Mm -hmm. And it
0: didn't fit quite well.
2: Yeah, it kind of grew.
0: He kind of grew, but the costume didn't. Oh, those were the days. Well, anyway... Getting back to dreams. dreams. Ah, yeah. I just don't know how to interpret a lot of these weird ones that I have.
2: Well, according to Young, Carl Young, I know his reading is boring. You know, some of the stuff I've looked at, one of the best ways things to do is to um, keep a dream journal. You know, do that. Write it down. Mm hmm And then compare it to what you know is going on in your life, and... Think about archetypes and about, don't use a dream dictionary those are kind of like generic. You want to tailor it to you and kind of figure it out what's going on. It might take a while. Well,
0: like with the snakes.
2: You have a fear of snakes for some reason. So that's why with you, that's going to be fear when snakes know other cultures are wisdom.
0: Maybe they're doom.
2: They're doom for you? Maybe so. Yeah, it's like doom and for you.
0: But I've had that flashback dream a couple of times, even here in the states. I
1: think snakes also can uh, can mean um, your life, because you know a long life or a short life or a, uh, you know part of your life that uh, with the way they um, you know they're not always straight end up. The- you know, they're uh, kind of curvy in the path of life. And maybe you don't like the way your life is or something at the time. And it could even be even scary, too. But, you know. what well, am I supposed to just wiggle away? No, you just got to figure it out. It doesn't help that I I guess you should just kind of like uh, research everything about. Snakes and, and dreams, and then kind of find out which one that probably uh, fits you. Fits you in your life.
0: Well, I'm sure there's something out there that'll fit me in my life. If any of our listeners may have any ideas, feel free to email us back on these response.
2: Snake dreams.
0: Snake dreams. Tell us. Tell us about your really funky dreams. Now, the other one I had is when I retired from the military, it was like Jeff said before, it was a period of mourning because that was my identity for so many years. Mm -hmm. And I remember in the dream, I stood in a foggy formation and I watched all these other soldiers just disappear until I was standing by
1: myself. And that was me saying goodbye to the military. And for people that don't know what formations are, it's when uh, you've got to stand in, in a line with all the rest of your uh, fellow soldiers. And usually it means um, they can take accountability of everybody who's there and um, march them to wherever or just accountability pretty much. And you have to be lined up in a you know, a certain um a certain way. So that uh, your commander or whoever's in charge can see everyone and get a um you know, a count of everyone. Basically what a formation is.
0: Yep. Mr. Couple in my day. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, here we are. Here's your little something about dreams and snakes. In dreams, snakes can be primal, sexual creatures, but also oppressors. They can, in venomous snakes, represent death by stealth. They can, however, also mean rebirth through the shedding of one's skin or relate to health and spiritual problems. And according to Freud, they can also represent the phallus.
1: A large penis.
2: Basically, yes. Well, they all call that cylindrical shape, right?
1: <laughs> you know, Freud was definitely,
0: um... Well, I hate to ruin his parade, but I was born Irish.
2: Well, you know, well. you you're just don't have a penis. <laughs> There's no snakes in Ireland.
0: <laughs> well, didn't St. Patrick get rid of them all?
2: <laughs> there weren't any snakes in Ireland to begin with. I understand. <laughs> snakes were a metaphor for, um, the Druids.
0: Oh. Could be. Thank you. I I did not know that.
1: (laughs) Now you know.
0: But dream interpretations, those were just some of my doozies. And then I had um, one about, now I'm sharing this with you people for the first time ever.
2: Including Jeff and I?
0: including Jeff and Jeff and Page. When I was 18 years old, I was on a peacekeeping mission over in Lebanon. We got caught in that um, in the blast when the Hezbollah decided let's blow up their building. So, I had to sit with the dead for a couple of nights until they were shipped off to Germany and then probably to Dover, and then to home. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now Dover is an area in Delaware that the Air Force Base will process and take care of the remains of all fallen warriors. Anyway, I remember in this dream where they, they weren't in their body bags but they were lying on slabs, which we didn't have. And one of them sat up, looked at me, and said, why? Why? Why is he dead, and why am I alive? I have no idea. And all I could do is say, that is survivor's guilt.
2: hmm
0: And I've been carrying that around, that torch with me for my entire life. Regardless of the other deployments I went on, the other missions I did, that one will always stick with me the worst.
2: Yeah. I mean, dead bodies have been done to sit up on their own. But they don't talk to you. They just sit up because of the gases and and all that stuff that's happening through the body from decomp. No. They don't
0: talk But that is the scariest dream I've ever had. And then the worst of it is, is even when I'm screaming, Mm -hmm. I was supposed to be a macho warrior. I screamed for my mother.
2: They all do. They all scream for your mama.
0: But I didn't call her mom or ma. I was like mommy.
2: Oh, it's mommy now.
0: Yes, it's mommy now. <laughs> and I think my mother was rather flattered when I would scream for her. <laughs> but when you're out with the guys and all of a sudden you have one of your nightmares and you're about to scream, the mm-hmm. last thing you want to hear anybody scream is mommy.
2: Right. Right. So, Jeff, have you had any interesting dreams? Mm. Besides of me? Not lately. Besides dreaming
1: about me? No, they just come and they go.
2: Don't remember anything?
1: Hmm? You don't remember your dreams? Mm. Yeah, but they, I mean, they just make no sense. I've written down a whole bunch of dreams, and I I just can't remember what, what they are right now. But, you know...
2: I had an interesting dream that
1: night. Talk to us, girl. Share.
2: Yeah, I'm going to share this dream. Um,
0: Is it a sex one?
2: No, but it's interesting. The fact that it was about it's about this doctor I used to work with many years ago back in Texas that I had a very good relationship with when we worked together. And I remember going to this dive bar and he's behind the bar bartending. Why? I don't know. Next thing I know, we're talking, and then I, he's sitting in a chair, sorry Jeff, but I straddled his lap and gave him a big kiss. And that's about all I remember about this dream about this particular physician I used to work with. Like I said, we had a good relationship, we had a good friendship when we were, but he's has since passed.
0: Well, you had a good friendship with him, you had a relationship, and there was a love between the two of you.
2: Yeah, you haven't thought about it in years, and...
0: You know, they pop up out of the blue.
2: Yeah. And I was like, what? Mike DeVore? What's he coming in my dreams for? What's he trying to tell me? He's like, all right. He's okay. He just had a really good relationship with that guy. good friendship. But, and then I found out he passed. I was
0: like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Well, maybe that was it.
2: Tell me goodbye?
0: I have heard of dreams where people will dream. And... They will see somebody that will pass within days or hours.
2: This guy passed like 10 years ago.
0: When did you have the dream? Just recently. Did you know he passed? Yes. Oh. Then I don't know. I don't know. He just popped
2: in my head. It's like, What oh. are your words
1: on that, Jeffrey? Uh, Heck, if I know. I never had a dream. Something like that. Everyone's dreams are uh you know to them their own unique to them psychological and psychiatric kind of like uh mental meaning to to uh to them. But I mean the worst of it is
0: sometimes I would dream really happy dreams about money.
2: Oh yeah, that's always nice.
0: And then I wake up and I don't have any. <laughs>
2: Um,
1: yeah, we all think about having a lot of money, don't we? Oh yeah. So with that said Well, hopefully well hold on before we close out on our own personal dreams, I just wanna um bring up some uh some dreams that um that other people might have is uh like um if you have a dream of being chased You avoid issues and confrontations. You have to start facing the problem right away and correct it and move on. If you have a dream of teeth falling out, you say things without thinking or no filter.
2: (laughs) Think before you
1: speak because words can harm.
2: We know people like that. Oh, yeah. If you have
1: a dream of tornadoes, you worry too much. Accept that some things are out of your hands. Let go and let God, as they say. Or if you have a dream of your mate cheating... A work, a hobby, or something that feels like a third wheel in a relationship. That means you need to make more time for each other. Or if you're naked in public, you can care too much how others see you. Realizing that other people's opinions of you doesn't matter is very empowering. But uh, other symbols are tidal waves, meaning you are emotionally overwhelmed. If you have a dream of clogged toilets you're holding in too much frustration and negativity or if you have a dream of that your car won't start you are exhausted and have no energy or lost your motivation or if you have a dream about house fires you're having a hard time controlling your anger or you're on the verge of total burnout
2: so you know any good dream dictionaries jeffrey
1: uh yes well I know my favorite um, professional dream uh, interpreter is uh, Lori Lorenberg. I had her book, and it was really good, but uh, I tried to find it this whole week, and I couldn't find it. But um, your dreams are letting you know it's time to take some things off your plate. Find an outlet of your frustration or get yourself much-needed me time. And when you look to... We seek to understand your dreams, you are a scientist exploring your own universe, your own inner universe. You are unraveling the mysteries of who and why you are. You are discovering your limitless possibilities. Seek and ye shall find. And that's a quote from uh, Miss Lori Lorenberg, And she has a webpage called laurielornberg.com. And if you have any questions about your dreams, you can email her and she will... For a small fee, try to help you find out what they mean. Again, I'd
0: like to say goodbye and thank you to all of our listeners. And
1: sweet,
2: the sweet dreams.
0: Sweet dreams.